You are listening to the Phenom NBA Show on the Phenom Media Podcast Network. Powered by the most passionate young sports analysts in the game. If you're looking for creative, informative, and high-quality sports content, you've come to the right place. Phenom Media boasts a team of over 100 youth contributors from around the world, covering every sport on every media platform. Make sure to follow Phenom on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as all of the Phenom podcast channels for daily content. The link tree in the episode description includes a direct link to all of the aforementioned platforms, so click on that to access everything. If you enjoy the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a positive review so more people can discover the podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome back to the Phenom NBA show. I am jo- um, I am Sammy Schoenfeld, and I'm joined by... Kevin Perez, me. Uh, I'm Mike Green. Okay, and um, today we're going to be talking about James Harden and some trade ideas for him, and then we're also going to be previewing the Christmas Day NBA games. All right, so I'll start off. So today it was reported by The Athletic that James Harden threw a basketball in the direction of a rookie during practice, and um, he's had some verbal um, fights with some players um, on the Rockets during practice. So this is clearly a big issue that is building up in Houston. So do you guys have um, anything to say about that? Wait, didn't he – I heard one of the reasons was um, him and Austin Rivers, well, I think – it was something with a missed free throw. I think James Harden missed a free throw and he was blaming it on Austin Rivers on the bench because he was distracting him. I've read that too. I don't know if you guys read that as well. Um, I, I did not see that. Yeah, um, me neither. But um, for my opinion on this, I mean, clearly, I don't think James Harden is – I don't think he did this because he was annoyed. I think he did this because he thought, I can use this to get me out of Houston. He's clearly done. I don't know why they haven't traded him yet. Um, and it seems like they'll trade him soon uh, after this. But I think he thinks, okay, I'll just start as many fights as I can. I'll cause as much trouble. So they have no choice but to trade me, and they can't keep me. Yeah, yeah I agree. You can go. No, go. No, go. Thanks. Um, no, I agree. I think that he, you know, he's been – partying all off season he basically is running the team at this point you know he it came out that he kind of decides when practices are scheduled and he is the final say about what players were coming in during the off season so he's he has complete control over the rockets right now basically well not complete but he has a lot of control over what's going on behind the scenes so I think that he clearly wants to get out of Houston and he's been demanding a trade for a while now and they just can't seem to get anything going. So I think that he's starting 
these fights definitely to be like, okay, I'm not, I don't want to play on this team. Like get me out right now. So yeah. Um, what I said earlier about the miss free throw, I can't find it, but if I do, I'll just tell you guys, but on James Harden at first, I didn't think he would be traded. You know, all the rumors, uh, not the rumors, the reports came out that he wanted out of Houston, but I didn't think Houston was going to be able to find a package for Harden in time. But now after this report came out today with this incident, his frustration is becoming more clear. So I don't see, I, I really don't think he stays. It's just now when does Houston trade him and who does Houston trade him to? Because there's a, there was a report today that came out that the Nuggets were not interested in trading Jamal Murray. Yesterday, um, the Heat were out of the James Harden talks. So, yeah, I, I think he'll get traded. It's just to what team does he get traded to? Um, and also, I'd like to add uh, who he gets traded for. Uh, because that's been a big discussion. Uh, a lot of trade talks have stalled. Uh, with, uh, like, I, uh, like you said, the Miami Heat, because it seemed like the Heat were not interested in giving up uh, rookie star Tyler Hera. So who he gets traded for should also be pretty interesting because those are the people who are going to anchor the Rockets' rotation in the future. I think we would have given up Hero, but um, it was just who else do you give up? Because I'm pretty sure Miami would have given up Hero for Harden. At least that's what I believe myself. But then um, there was, the report came out that the Miami Heat did, were reluctant on giving up Duncan Robinson, and he was considered to be a major part of that trade package. And then after the preseason game, where we saw Casey Paul and Max Struss explode, it makes it more interesting. Will the Heat be willing to give up those young players? I think it's also really important to take into consideration, depending on where Harden goes or if he goes anywhere, like the chemistry that's going to be on where, like what's what's the chemistry going to be like? So if he does go to the Heat, if they manage to get that trade done, you know, he's going to be playing with Jimmy Butler, who we know as a really, really competitive player. And I mean, he's great. He's one of the best players in the league. But I think that if him and Harden – go head-to-head, it's not going to be a good situation in Miami. And I think right now with their young core and Jimmy at the head of that, I don't think that it would be a great idea for them to compromise that chemistry that they have going on in Miami right now. And then also, I think that the situation in Houston is kind of like the situation on the Timberwolves a couple of years ago with Jimmy Butler, you know, right, right before, I think it was right before the season started, if that's right. I think he wanted, he demanded a trade. Um, and, you know, we saw him, he was angry. He really wanted out of Minnesota and I mean, they got him out, but still like when you have a, your best player on your team just angry and it's clear that he doesn't want to be there it kind of ripples through the rest of the team I'm sure the energy right now in Houston is not good and the season's about to start and I just don't think that this is the way that they want their team to be functioning 
at the start of the season where they're trying to make a good playoff run. Yeah, I agree. Houston is definitely at a disadvantage right now. The chemistry issues that will boil there or whatever team Harden gets traded to, whether it's Miami or Denver or Philadelphia, chemistry will be an issue, obviously, because, you know, it's going to be – you're going to require a lot to get James Harden. But, yeah, the Rockets are at a disadvantage here, especially right before the season. They're trying to get a deal done, but with the, if these incidents keep on happening, who knows what happens next. Um, yeah, and if, if I'm Miami, I'm thinking about the chemistry, but I'm also thinking – Hey, we made the NBA Finals last year. Um, our, our best player, the, at least their best player, was Jimmy Butler. But also on their team was Bam Adebayo, who I believe was his second year last year, uh, Tyler Harrow, who was a rookie last year, and Kendrick Nunn, who was a rookie last year. So I think I don't want to give up any of those guys because our team should only get better from last year. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think right now if I'm the Heat, I'm out on James Harden. I just don't think it's the right time to be trading, like Mike said, all those young rookies who, like, they made it to the finals. They're obviously going to get better. Half, not half their team, but a lot of their team is really young. And with the experience that Jimmy Butler is bringing and I just I think that this is not the right time to be compromising their team right now. And I think that goes for the Sixers. If the Sixers are willing to give up Ben Simmons, then it's a different story. But if they're not, then they have a great player in Tyrese Maxey, who, in my opinion, was one of the biggest steals um, of the draft this year. And it, the Rockets are clearly going to be wanting some of those young players like um, Matisse Thibel, probably somebody else. And I just can't picture a good trade package that would be keeping those young players in Philadelphia and also receiving James Harden. Yeah, um, I think – I think Philly should give it one more year with the Embiid and Simmons duo. This offseason, they signed um, Doc Rivers. Yeah. And then they also surrounded Ben Simmons with more shooters, Seth Curry. So I would like to see them give it one more shot before they do, if they do decide to blow it up, at least another year. Um, all right. So now that we discussed the situation brewing in Houston. We have some trade packages for James Harden. So one of my trade ideas was, we know that James Harden wants to go to a contender. Um, specifically, he mentioned Milwaukee, uh, Miami, and Philadelphia. So right now, my best option for Harden would be to go to Milwaukee. So the trade idea that the trade package that I put together was the Bucks would receive James Harden and the Rockets would receive Dante DiVincenzo, um, Chris Middleton, DJ Wilson, a 2021 first round pick and a 2023 second round pick. So 
yes, this is giving up, I mean, a lot. Chris Middleton is obviously um, a big part of the Bucks team. And Dante DiVincenzo, he's a good um, backup. And DJ Wilson, he hasn't produced a lot, but still, he's a solid player. But if the Bucks are really all in and are trying to get to the finals, compete with the Lakers or the big powers in the West um, in the finals, if they even make it that far, then I think that getting James Harden is a really, really important part of their future. Um, I would agree. I'll, I also put down a, a couple trade packages for James Harden. Um, so one of the places Harden said he'd be willing to be traded to is uh, Philadelphia. So I think that trade package would look like um, the 76ers getting Harden and the Rockets getting uh, first-round picks in 2023 and 2026, uh, Derek Walton Jr., uh, Matisse Teibel, and Ben Simmons. Um, I think obviously you get Ben, ben Simmons, who is still young and is a two-time All-Star. You get uh, Derek Walton Jr., who's only 25, and uh, Matisse Thybulle, who showed promise last year as a rookie and should only get better. He's a good 3 and D guy, which is what uh, the Rockets have seemed, uh, the type of players that the Rockets have gravitated towards uh, over the past couple years. Um, and the other trick package I did, um, I think is James Harden going to the Chicago Bulls for three first round picks, Zach Levine, Wendell Carter Jr. And uh, for salary reasons, Tomas Sadoransky. I think the Bulls, they hired Billy Donovan. So maybe they try to make a push to win now and run a lineup of Kobe White, Harden, Otto Porter Jr., Laurie Markkinen. And I guess you don't really have a great center then uh, that I can think of. Uh, maybe you try Markinen at the center and uh, Patrick Williams at power forward. But I think that could be an interesting lineup um, that the Bulls should try out. That is interesting. I've never thought about James Harden to the Bulls. And the idea isn't so far off because, you know, it could happen. You never know. But one, I didn't make a trade package, but one of the teams that I think would be interesting to see Harden in is the Toronto Raptors depending on how much they'd have to give up because I don't, I don't know if they'd have to give up Pascal Siakam and I don't know if they'd be willing to do that. But I think if they could work something out, Toronto would be an interesting landing option for James Harden. I, I agree. I think that would be a pretty interesting um, option for James Harden. You know, they had Kawhi Leonard um, two years ago now. And it worked out well, obviously, as we saw. So, I mean, Harden and Kawhi are definitely not the same player. But still, I don't think that the Raptors would be willing to give up Siakam, though. I think that he's a really, really important part of the, their game plan um, right now and for the future, probably. And I just don't think that they'd be willing to give that up. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's the only way that Houston would take a deal with Toronto. It would only be if Pascal Siakam is included. Yeah, I agree. And then also about, um, Mike, your idea to send Harden to the Bulls. 
I think that's a, I didn't think about that either. I think that is a really good idea. Um, but I, I think that Zach Levine in Houston would probably work out pretty well. But I don't know. It seems like a lot to be giving up um, for a player when, you know, he's clearly having issues and we don't know if those issues are going to come back to Chicago in the future. And I think that's the problem with most teams trading for Harden. How much are you willing to give up? That's the main question for, mo for most teams interested in trading for him. Exactly. Like right now I see Harden as a great player. He is, he keeps his cool most of the time. Like he's known around the league to pre to stay um, pretty calm, but I don't know, a couple of years ago he was happy in Houston and then a couple of things changed and now he's demanding a trade. Like thing, I understand things change over time, but I don't know if I'd be willing to give so much of my team up for a player that's carrying some baggage, honestly, right now. And on the Sixers, I think that giving up those, what would you say the first round picks were 23 and 26? Uh, for Philadelphia, I, yes, 2023 and 2026. Yeah, so I think that I think that's a really good idea if Houston is looking in the future. Like, if they get rid of Harden, um, I don't know if they'd be playing, you know, right now to win, or I'm, I'm assuming that they would because they, they have a pretty um, strong stance in the West. I mean, obviously, they, the West is filled with incredible teams. So if they're pushing um, for a deep playoff run right now, then that's what I would assume that they'd be doing. So I think that maybe they'd be wanting some first-round picks closer to right now, which is the only reason why I think that that trade might not work. Um, so I think if maybe they gave up first round next year, um, then that would be better for Houston. Uh, maybe, but I think Houston thinks, hey, if um, Philadelphia is contending, they honestly, if they have Harden, you might like they're, uh, I don't know if they're the favorites, but they're at least top three, uh, like most popular picks to win the championship. Um, I don't think you want, like, pick 29. I think you want to wait a few years. Maybe Harden's getting older. Maybe Embiid has left. So maybe you want to pick down the line when they're not as good, and maybe that's a lottery pick. So that's why I think you, you, uh, Houston would want later. I can see that. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think that it would work out. I'm not sure how it would work out in Philadelphia with um, Harden. Let's say they give Simmons as part of the trade. I think that it would work out well with Embiid and Harden. But I don't know. If Harden is happy, then I think it should work out well. But if something happens and he loses his temper like he is right now, I just – I don't know if 
that would be a good situation in Philadelphia. I think that right now, if they're trying to make a playoff run, they should give it one more year. Um, like Kevin said, see how things work out this year, see where their draft, um, see where they are in the draft next year, and then take it from there. I think that it's too early to be giving up Ben Simmons um, right now for James Harden when we don't even know how he's going to react once he gets there. All right. So moving on from James Harden, the most, some of the most anticipated games um, during the NBA season, the Christmas Day games, those are in a couple days since the season had the late start um, due to COVID-19. So we have a really good um, slate of games on Friday, right? on Friday yeah Friday yeah Friday so we are going to give our picks for those couple games so my my the game that I am looking forward to most is Mavericks at Lakers I am really excited to see how Luca has progressed in the offseason um but even with that, I think that the Lakers are going to take it. And I have an exact score that I predict. I think it will be 124 to 103 Lakers. Since we're on the Lakers game, uh, yeah, it's, I'm going to have to go with the defending NBA champions. Right now, we don't know. I, I do have the Mavericks as the top four seed in the league. I mean, in the West, sorry. But I, it'll take time for them to get to their full potential, and I don't think it's going to be right off the start. So I'm going to take the Lakers as well. So th this one's tough for me. The, the Lakers are a better team than the Mavericks. Uh, my question is, earlier, I think during the offseason, LeBron James said that he might sit out some games, do what Kawhi did last year, because obviously the Lakers and uh, the Miami uh, aren't don't have as much time as they usually would between seasons to rest up. So I I'm get LeBron's definitely playing tonight because it's opening night or uh, last night actually, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, but so what I'm thinking is LeBron will most likely play on Christmas because the he'll think oh it's like nationally broadcast. But if he decides to take it off then I think Dallas uh, wins. But if he plays, it'll be the Lakers, definitely. Oh, no, I completely agree. But if AD or... Um, yeah, sorry, my Wi-Fi is cutting in and out. So, but... Yeah, I mean, I didn't really – that slipped my mind that they do have a shortened off season, and I, th I agree. I think LeBron is definitely going to take um, a bunch of games off, but I don't know. I think it's Christmas. I don't think that he's taking this game off, and I think that the Lakers are going to take it. Um, all right, so 
the next game that I have is Pelicans at Heat. I think that there is no way the Pelicans win this game. I think that the Heat are taking this 101 to 87, and I think that Tyler Hero is going to go for 30 points. Well, I like the score prediction. I do have the Heat. I do have my Heat winning as well. I don't see the Pelicans pulling it off Christmas Day. Well, actually, the last time we played on Christmas was versus the Pelicans in 2016 at home as well. I forgot. I don't know the exact score, but yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go with the Heat as well. Um, we did have a shortened off season as well, but I think um, they have on their minds of everybody calling this a whole fluke. Their whole finals run a fluke. Not that they care, because we don't um, here in Miami. They don't care about people's opinions. But I do think they'll um, start off right where they left off, and they'll beat the Pelicans at home. Um, I mean, I agree. Um, something that I don't actually I don't like about this Christmas schedule is, in my opinion, in each of the games, the better team is at home, which doesn't leave any intrigue. Because usually, in my opinion, if a better team is at home, they'll win. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Miami Heat here, uh, though I, I think it's gonna be a little closer. Um, I just think the Pelicans. I think they'll be better this season, and maybe the Heat have had they haven't had that much time to rest as much as the Pelicans at least. So I think maybe the Pelicans catch them off guard uh, and make it a close game, but I don't think they're I don't think the Pelicans are gonna win. Oh, no, it's completely possible they catch us off guard because we can lose games like this. But um, I, And I do like the Pelicans, too, but I think they'll get better as the season progresses. And this is a home game, and we're – I mean, no fans, obviously. But relatively, last year, I think we had the second-best home record in the league. So we're a pretty good team at home. Yeah, I, I agree. I was about to say about what Mike said with – home court advantage. I mean, there's no fans. Like, yes, they don't have to be traveling. Yes, they're at, you know, home. But I think we have to take into consideration how much um, home court advantage will really affect the game, the games this season. Um, So, yeah, but I think that the Heat are definitely going to take this one. I don't think the Pelicans made too many great moves this offseason to build up their team. I mean, they definitely made some, and they will be better, but not compared to the Heat, in my opinion. All right, so the next game, we have the Warriors at the Bucks. So I think that this is going to be a pretty close game. I do. I think that The Warriors, I mean, obviously they have Steph Curry back. I'm not sure if Draymond Green will be playing in this game because I think he's out tonight. Um, So it's a possibility that he doesn't play. But if he does play, I think that the Warriors are taking it in a close one, um, 117 to 114. I completely agree with you there. This was actually, out of all the games, relatively my upset pick because in the other games, they're all, re- they're all relatively close. So, you know, the Bucs are he- – the Bucks. what's the line? I think the line is um, five in favor of the Bucs, if I'm not mistaken. It's actually eight. So I'm going to take the Warriors here. 
I do think it'll be a close game. And if I had to come up with a score prediction, I'll go 108 to 103 Golden State. Um, uh, I don't, I actually don't think Golden State's going to win this. I think uh, Giannis is armed with the new contract. I think there's a ton of pressure on him and I think he'll handle it. Uh, the Bucks are my pick to win the NBA finals, uh, this year. And I think this is going to be, uh, a start. However, while I do think the Bucks are going to win, my prediction is that, um, Warriors point guard, Stephen Curry drops 50 points at least. I am really excited to see Curry back in action. Curry drops 50, but the Warriors lose is my prediction for this game. All right. I think that the Warriors will be happy if Steph drops 50. I think that they are ecstatic that he is back and that they will not finish bottom three in the league this year. The important thing, no, go finish. Sorry. I think that's pretty much guaranteed with Steph back that they will finish higher. The important thing for them is to show that they can compete, in fact, with the top tier teams such as the Bucks and Nets, which I do think they will be able to. I don't, um, I do have them making the playoffs still. So, yeah, I think they pull off this game. Yeah. All right. So, the next game that we have is the Nets at Celtics. Um, I think that this is going to be a pretty close game. This is a a big matchup that NBA fans have been waiting a while to see. Um, This is obviously two really big players in the East. And so I think that it's going to be a close game, but I think that the Nets are going to take this one 110 to 105. This game, like Mike said, how the better teams were usually at home. This game, I, I think, when, when I thought about what you were saying, I think this game could have been in Brooklyn because I do think Brooklyn is a better team or will end up as a better team at the end of the season. So this game possibly could have been in Brooklyn, but I'm going to take the Celtics here. I do have Brooklyn winning tonight in tonight's opener. So I, and I think they'll drop the one versus the Celtics on Christmas Day. I think Tatum goes off for... 28. I'll take him as 28 points. Um, so I, do, I'll, I uh, think the Nets win, even though I do think Boston is a better team. And I think may, the Nets at best make it um, to the second round. Uh, I think they're, they're one of the more overrated teams in the league, but I, I'll, I'll have them winning because I think they'll do really well in the regular season, but uh, not do as well in the playoffs. Um, so I'll, I'll take the Nets to win. No, like, special statistics or anything. I think it'll, it'll just be a fun game between two good Eastern teams. This could possibly... Oh, no. Sorry. Um, I definitely agree with what you're saying about the Nets being overrated. I think that people have very high expectations with, um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, but... I mean, we saw them play pretty well in the preseason. I think they'll do really well in the regular season. But I think that when it comes playoff time, I don't think that they're going to be able to perform as well as so many people are expecting them to. Adding to that playoff time, the, it's, it's the situation that everybody's wondering. Come playoff time, okay, let's say you're down two, you go for the three to win. Who's taking the shot, KD or Kyrie? 
If I if I'm uh, Steve Nash, I'm giving the ball to Ke- to Kevin Durant. Absolutely. That, oh no, I agree. Yeah, but then that'll be. But you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do there. So I do think the Nets are a great team. I do not think they're overrated. They're they're a wild card because you know they could exceed our expectations. They could live up to them, or they could you know just underachieve. So it'll be interesting. Hang on, I'd like to uh, put a condition on my statement. I give the ball to Kevin Durant unless. Marcus Smart is playing small forward. If Marcus Smart is guarding KD, I'm giving the ball to Kyrie Irving, because I don't even I don't know who the Celtics point guard is with Kev, with uh, Kemba Walker out. Is is it Brett? Is it still Brad Wanamaker? No, no, I think Wan. No, yeah, Wanamaker signed with the Warriors, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, Celtics. But they did sign Teague. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Teague. Teague. I'd still, I'd still rather have Kyrie over Jeff Teague. And Kevin Durant over Marcus Smart. So yeah, unless Marcus Smart is playing small forward, I'm giving the ball to Kevin Durant. That's true. If they end up playing the Celtics in whatever rounds that they make it to. But yeah, I agree. I think that it'll be a good um, a good game on Christmas Day. And it'll be really interesting to see how the Nets season plays out. Um, so the last game that we are going to cover is the Clippers at Nuggets. Um, I think that this game is pretty evenly matched to big um, powers in the West. I think that the Nuggets are probably going to win this one at home. Um, I don't know. I think the Clippers are also – a little overrated in my opinion they lost some i'm sorry mike they lost How some dare you they lost some important um players in the off season so i don't know i think the nuggets are a really solid team i'm really excited to see how they're gonna play this season i think michael porter jr is gonna really break out i think the nuggets are taking this one 114 to 107. all right well Oh, no, um, no. My, uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I was gonna say something. As as soon as we start, as soon as we started this Christmas, I knew Mike was gonna be the most excited one for the Clippers and Nuggets game. I mean, yeah, it's a. It's, I need I need my revenge. It's it's year. gonna be an amazing game. It's pretty much even, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nuggets here. Sorry, Mike. Um, the Clippers last season did not end well for them. We saw them lose. We saw them lose. Um, I'm sorry. The Nuggets completed the comeback versus them three one. And then as reports started coming out that Kawhi and Paul George were getting the preferential treatment, they also lost Montrezl Harrell, but they did sign Serge Ibaka. I think it'll take time to gain that chemistry and trust back. But, but I'm not saying the Clippers are overrated, Mike. I do, I do really like the Clippers, but it's going to take time for them to achieve their full potential. Okay, well... Um... My totally unbiased opinion is uh, Clippers 500, Nuggets 0. Um, uh, yes, um, however, uh, my, seriously, though, my prediction is uh, for the Clippers to win. Um, I, th- I do think that they've improved. Yes, they lost Montrezl Harrell, but in the playoffs, Montrezl Harrell was not good. Um, I don't, all the analytics said for Doc Rivers to bench him for uh, Ivica Zubac, who is still on the team. Uh, I think Serge Ibaka is a good replacement. 
And I think the chemistry will improve with uh, uh, Harold Gone, who I think tried to score a little more uh, because of his impending free agency. He wanted to get his stock up. Um, yes, the Nuggets are my pick to make the NBA Finals from the West and MVP pick, but I don't think they'll win this game. I think the, the Clippers take it in a close one. I have a question, Mike. Do you um, what what happens if the Clippers and Nuggets face off in the Western Conference Finals? I do think it's going to happen. That that's actually my prediction. Um, but I mean, I w- would be rooting for the Clippers all the way. But I think, like, I mean, obviously, I would have to see how the teams looked in the regular season. But like right now, I do think the Nuggets would beat the Clippers in a best of seven series. Who do you think if it is the um, the Clippers and the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Who's beating the Lakers? The Clippers. Oh, really? This has a little bit of bias to it. Um, Just a little. I really don't like the Lakers, so. No. And I, I have them getting the two seed and facing off against the three seed Clippers. Uh, and I'll say the Lakers lose. I think um, LeBron is going to do some uh, um, rest uh, load management. And it didn't work for the Clippers, so I don't think it'll work for the Lakers. I think that's fair. I think that the Lakers, I don't like the Lakers either. Um, But I'm also not a huge LeBron fan just because, you know, he's LeBron. Like, I just, but that's a different story. I think that the Lakers are... I think that it's fair to assume that the Lakers are most likely going to make it to the Western Conference Finals. But if something happens during the season, if they're just not work, if it's not working out outside the bubble in the postseason, then I think that the Nuggets have the strength at the moment. If Michael Porter Jr. is playing how like I believe he will if he's really breaking out and Jamal Murray um I think they could be really lethal and I think that they can take down the Lakers before we close up on this topic what uh I've always thought about this because when the Christmas matchups came out I wasn't very much in I wasn't very I I thought they would have come up with better matchups you know I would have liked to see the Heat face off the Bucks instead of the Pelicans, and then give the Celtics maybe another. I'm wait. I mean the Warriors another opponent because I would have liked to see the Heat and Bucks rematch of the Eastern Conference semifinals on Christmas Day. So I guess what I'm trying to ask is, out of all the matchups which that are not happening, which one would you most like to see happen? I think that's a good question. I think that. What, well, before I give my, um, what I think, I think that part of why the, whoever made these games, I think part of why the Pelicans and the Heat are playing each other is going along with that idea that the Heat making it to the finals was just a fluke. Like, I think that whoever is making these decisions in the NBA or whatever group or maybe just the NBA community as a whole, besides Miami fans, obviously. I think that it's possible that 
people are looking at the Heat and they'll be like, oh, it was just a fluke. Tyler Hero is overrated and they're not going to go that far, which I disagree with because I think that Tyler Hero is a really solid player. I think that Duncan Robinson is a really solid player. I think that they are going to get so much better and that while they probably will not make it to the NBA Finals just because of the power in the East, I think that they will make it pretty far in the playoffs. But my, the game that I would like to see the most that is not happening is probably um, the Nuggets versus the Celtics, or the Nuggets versus the Nets, we'll say. I think that it could be really interesting, Jamal Murray up against Kyrie Irving. I think that'd be a really entertaining game, and I would love to see that. Um, I think that there's an obvious pick uh, for what game that I most want to watch, and it's between two of the best teams in the NBA. And those teams are the Cavaliers and the Knicks. It would be a very exciting game. Uh, Julius Randle versus Kevin Love would be a great matchup. Um, no, but but seriously, I would probably say for uh, for Christmas uh, for a Christmas game, I would say that the uh, a game that they should have done uh, should have been Seventy uh, Sixers um, versus the Utah Jazz. I think you get Embiid versus Gobert, exciting. Uh, ben Simmons versus Donovan Mitchell, who have um, a little bit of uh, beef. Uh, with each other after the rookie season. That could be a fun matchup. Um, and it's just two, like, good teams uh, that should let that balance um, – that are pr- pretty similar and uh, balance each other out pretty well. So I think that would be a pretty fun game that they should have uh, put on Christmas instead of maybe Heat Pelicans, which uh, – uh, sorry, Kevin, I think is the worst game. Oh, no. I, um, I mean – I wasn't very happy when we got fa- when we got placed with the Pelicans. I would have liked the Bucks, maybe the Celtics, maybe the Nets too. But we just came off the we just came off winning the Eastern Conference Finals. We deserved the Christmas game. I think that uh, Sixers and um, Jazz game would be great. I didn't even think of that. I think that it would be incredibly entertaining to watch. Um, Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons um, on Christmas. I think it would just be a really fun game to watch. So thank you for pointing that one out. Um, all right, Kevin, did you already give your pick or? Yeah, it was the Heat right. versus Bucks. It was the, I would have liked to see the Heat versus Bucks. But one thing I want to add before, the Sixers and Jazz would have been a really, really interesting game. I didn't even think about it. I think that would have, that would have been another game they could have placed. But, you know, there's, I think they can only face five. But the one thing that I wanted to say before we um, finish off was I was interested in how they put Luka Doncic against the, I mean, against the Lakers. I think they could, have, they could have obviously done, you know, maybe Mavericks, Warriors. That could have been very interesting as well. Or even Lakers, Warriors. But that, that matchup really intrigued me. I agree, but I think that Luka has already established himself as one of the best players in the league. And I think it's fair that while the Mavericks aren't at the level of the Lakers, 
I think Luca himself can make that game pretty um, pretty even, even though the Lakers are still going to win. But, yeah. Um, all right. So thank you for listening, and we will be back next week with another episode of the Phenom NBA show. One last thing. Make sure I – wait. Happy holidays and happy New Year's. And make sure to stay safe. Yep, wear a mask. <laughs>